Hi, I'm Ken. And I'm Dee. And this is Antiques Freaks. Freaks, Antiques, the podcast for you. What antiques are we talking about this week? Vintage rain lamps. Boy, TikTok is super hot for vintage rain lamps. What is a vintage rain lamp? Do you actually not know what they are? I've never heard of them until this moment. Oh, all right. Well, so a rain lamp is a cylinder-shaped lamp. In the center, there's usually a figure, generally a goddess or a lady nude, surrounded with plastic foliage. The three pillars are supporting it. Oh! And all around are intricately crisscrossing plastic wire. It sounds like you've just unlocked the memory. They're in every New Age shop. I adore them. Yes. They generally have little columns that support the cylinder, and the cylinder is crisscrossed all over with plastic fishing line. Inside, there's a pump that will slowly distribute a mineral or paraffin oil down the wire strands slowly, looking like little tiny water raindrops. Beautiful. So you say you love these things. I do. Would you own one? No, because I also own a cat. If the cat were better behaved, would you own one? Absolutely. <laughs> I'd have three in each room. This is a sidebar. I've owned cats for most of my life. This is the first time I've ever actually worried about bringing things into my home that would they would damage or would damage them. Well, you adopted three kittens all at once, and they've been <laughs> chaos ever since, so... I wish I could go back. I pray I appreciated them as much as I could, because I... Those cats were so well-behaved compared to these demons. They know they've got you outnumbered. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> they know I'm weak. They know they have their own ham in the fridge. <laughs> True story. No, no, D. That's the cat's ham. <laughs> Much too good for D. There was a time in my life where I would have picked up a rain lamp and not thought twice about it. And that time is over. <laughs> would it surprise you to know that these were mostly produced from the 1960s through the 1980s? No, because that was the peak of the New Age movement. It's just that usually you hate everything from the 1960s and stuff, so I kind of thought you would be disgusted. But I forgot about your deep love of New Age. Yeah. The history of rain lamps is somewhat cloudy. With a chance of rain? <laughs> oh, you. Uh, we do have fun. The only really solid fact that we do know is that its roots are traced back to a single company, Johnson Industries. And now they made General Kitsch. From Johnson Industries, they were adapted by a company called Creators Inc., which also made tchotchkes. And from there, they took off like wildfire for 30 years. Love that for them. Now, I actually poked around and I was curious. People do not make them anymore. Is it because of the mineral oil posing a danger when it's just kind of out in the open dripping like that? No, it's not particularly hot. It's just mineral oil, which doesn't vaporize or decay into anything dangerous. No, it's just that. Here's my wild guess from uh, a lifetime in Antiques and Vintage. People hated these fucking things. Why? Pretty much the second the curtains closed on the 80s, everyone thought this was the ugliest shit possible. No, beautiful, glorious. Goes perfect with my Best of Enya CD. I just put on some tunes and I sit back and I watch the rain fall around a tiny statue. Opinions expressed are not necessarily my own, but their prevailing feeling was that when people saw this, they'd say, hunk of tacky garbage. I had to grow up with that in my parents' house. I hate it so much. I'm going to punt kick it across the room now. Unacceptable. Yeah, people really didn't like them. They thought they were tacky, terrible holdovers from the 70s. So imagine my surprise when my phone was showing me videos of people ooing and eyeing over rain lamps. Well, yeah, it's like it was made for short form video. It really is. And what's more, it's hashtag aesthetic. It is. And it goes so well with my witchy cottagecore goblin core aesthetic. Just imagine I've got my Enya tunes on. I'm doing a tarot reading. I'm surrounded by at least 30 lamps. Oh, I should get one for my sister's crystal shop. Yeah, dude. Oh, bro. Yeah. 
Pause the podcast and go get one. Which, uh, by the way, if you're in southern Massachusetts, consider stopping on by Mystic Moon Bunny and the Kilburn Mills for all of your shiny rock needs. The Kilburn Mills of New Bedford, Massachusetts, which is slightly more specific than southern Massachusetts, but you got there. Those rocks, they're so shimmery, and boy howdy, does she got a lot of them. <laughs> so many. She's got ones that look like little animals, which delight me every time I stop by. And yeah, I think uh, hopefully it will include a rain lamp someday. Now, the traditional version of the rain lamp features a nude goddess-type form, usually a Venus, and that's certainly the only kind I've seen. So imagine my delight to find out that they can actually have all sorts of other things. Like nude dudes? No, sorry, I looked everywhere for that. Well, I'm glad you thought of me anyway. I tried. No, the closest I could find was dude and lady kissing, and they were both naked. What is the point of being new age if you're going to be heteronormative about it, I ask you? (laughs) I thought you were going to say, what's the point of being naked if you're going to be straight? Also that. (laughs) Shout out to our straight friends. We love you. Shout out to our straight listeners. How did you find us? We're glad anyway. (laughs) What are you doing here? (laughs) Well, we like you. (laughs) Welcome, but confusion. Welcome to the fold. You're allies now. (laughs) You get it. But yeah, they have cabins and fishing mills, sometimes with moving parts. And fishermen, unfortunately clothed. But are their clothes, like, wet and sticking to them in an aesthetic way because of the rain and the being on the sea doing fishing? No, they're just regular fisher guys. Dagnabbit! I know, I'm sorry. But so, when you said it was, like, cottage core, completely correct, because some of them just have cottages in them. Yeah, a little rainy cottage! As if to say, here's what you can put in that. And, of course, rarely animal figures, which would be my choice. Of course. I saw one of cuddly deers, and I loved it so much. Aw, little deers. Now, I've only ever seen them hanging. Really? Which is called a swag lamp, it turns out. I've only ever seen them standing. Really? That's incredible. Wow. The two genders. The t- a swag lamp and a standing lamp. <laughs> Both covered in oil. Yes. Were they tabletop sized or like proper floor lamps with like a base and everything? Usually tabletop sized, but sometimes you get lucky. So you've seen a floor lamp? I believe so. Unless I'm very confused. Someone cut this and take it out of context. Just me in like a maze. You've seen a floor lamp. (laughs) (laughs) Impossible. No one's seen a floor lamp for centuries. (laughs) The prophecy fulfilled. The legends are true. You are the chosen. The legends are true. Floor lamp. (laughs) But yeah, that's really cool. I've only ever seen them as hanging lamps. And I've seen many. Is this an East Massachusetts, West Massachusetts divide? (laughs) That would be perhaps the weirdest cultural divide of the Commonwealth. See, I find, broadly speaking, that tabletop and floor rain lamps are worth more than a hanging lamp. Ah. I assume that that's in part because of their availability and in part because (laughs) I can't imagine a a less ergonomic situation for a tabletop lamp that spills oil everywhere than just putting it on your table. Really? The hanging lamp makes sense to me because you could put it high up and out of the way where like you can't like fling your arm too hard and smack a bunch of mineral oil. How active is your living room? I got cats. (laughs) Well, okay, but minus the cats. Well, I do activities. I like to do yoga. Speed yoga? (laughs) I like to play Just Dance 2013. Oh, no. I do to this day still own a DDR dance pad. Wow. Humble brag. I know, right? Now, the subject matter can also make the lamps generally more valuable. The little buildings, dudes fishing, animals in general, all up the value of your rain lamp. 
a thing I considered up until TikTok proved to me otherwise, would be a thing you could barely sell. Boy, was I ever wrong. You fool. There is a series from Creators Inc. called The Storm Children Lamps, which feature whimsical childhood romance scenes between Tom Sawyer and Becky Thatcher. Why have they done this terrible thing? I haven't the faintest clue. I had the same thought, was who the fuck gives a shit? <laughs> Does anyone care? Well, apparently Creators Inc. did. Now, what actually makes these extremely valuable is because they feature moving elements. For example, in the Tom Sawyer and Becky Thatcher's Teenagers lamp, the swing moves back and forth with the motor. The kids are sitting on a swing. So I gathered, yes. So they had like moving elements, animatronic elements. And that was last seen selling on eBay for $2,000. Damn. Yeah. I sold one for $75 and don't I feel a fool. Similarly, a lamp by the name of The Kiss by Johnson Industries, of course, being one of the branded and earlier lamps, features a romantic naked couple kissing, and my favorite part, color-changing lights. Ooh. RGB in 1973. Hell yeah. <laughs> that sold for $3,000 in 2021. Damn. I didn't realize these existed. Salesman samples will net you in the thousands. Oh. Just a briefcase with a whole ass rain lamp inside. <laughs> Wasn't even that much smaller. When I saw Salesman Sample, I thought, like, you know, a child's toy size. No, it's the whole lamp. I do love that they made it portable. That's going to be very convenient for me going to parties. <laughs> it's got like a... Yeah, could you imagine? Actually, you know what? If you're like a wedding planner type person, that's got to be useful. <laughs> you're bringing something no one else can offer. If you're an exclusively Enya-based DJ. <laughs> if you're Ken's wedding DJ. <laughs> He will have Adiamas playing amongst other fantastic Enya hits. Adiamas, not actually by Enya, don't at me. Please don't at either of us. I've been friends with Ken long enough to know that Adiamas is not by Enya. <laughs> now, run-of-the-mill examples. So you're thinking your Greek goddess, your lady nude, while they are often very whimsical, can be very beautiful, generally run for the 200 to 500 range. Which still smacks my bog. Smacks your bog up, another hit by Anya. Anya's controversial response to smack my bitch up. Yeah. Yeah, I never in my wildest dreams imagined them going in the hundreds. Really? It felt like I was twisting people's arms to get to buy them for 75 bucks. Damn. And I don't know, maybe if we have younger listeners, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know. Is this because they got trendy? I think it's because people who otherwise would never consider buying this thing saw a video of it in motion and realized it looks dope as hell and wanted it in their house. People who otherwise would probably never step into a vintage or antique shop. So you're saying, yes, this is TikTok's doing. I'm saying it's getting it in front of the eyeballs of the people who want it, where previously it was just sitting unloved and dusty in the back store of an antique shop that no one was going into. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just, what other trends am I missing, you know? I don't know. Are kids still doing the milk crate challenge? Yes. Love that for them. No, I think I'm happy with the, the rain lamp challenge where I get a rain lamp. <laughs> But yeah, I uh, that's that's decent money, you know? Yeah, I know. Two grand's a good chunk of change. Something that's fairly easy to repair. Really? Even with all the little wires? Well, okay. So wiring is just something that not a difficult skill to learn. No, I mean the wires that are crisscrossing each other and just begging to get tangled or like cut up. You can just tie new ones on. Wait, what? Yeah. That's a thing people can do? Yeah. How do you think they got there in the first place? I don't know. God? They're not like held on by magic. It looks like it. They're just fishing line. Magic. In fact, that might be the most 
accessible part of them is just fishing line. Damn, bro. Not only do people make very purpose-made pumps for the lamps to replace their old pumps, as far as I can tell, it's a standard liquid pump. So with a little tinkering, you could get an aquarium pump to work for this. Oh, hell yeah. My fish are about to have the best day of their lives. Please do not do this to fish. I'm begging you. Well, okay. Key point, I would not be putting the lamp inside of the tank. The lamp would be outside of the tank so they could gaze upon it through the glass. Oh, okay. You're just saying an enrichment. Yes. External enrichment. External enrichment, yes. Okay. And the oil can easily be replaced, as we've said multiple times, with mineral oil or paraffin oil. Not, mm, Paraffin? Paraffin oil, yeah, paraffin, like wax. I feel like that would be a fire hazard. Not more than any other oil. Again, you're going to want to put it in like a cool, dry place. Like a fish tank. You're going to want to check the bulbs to make sure they're not overheating, get them for proper rating for the appliance and plugs at hand, which you should be doing for anything at all ever. Uh, Yeah, mineral oil and paraffin oil both do not smell, do not degrade and rot, and do not have like a super crazy high flammability. Like a food oil might. Now, some people do sell specialty rain lamp oil. Which I'm assuming is just mineral oil in a different bottle. It's almost certainly just mineral oil in a different bottle. Back in the day, specialty rain lamp oil used to be a compound known as Drakeol number 35. It rolls off the tongue. It doesn't it? But uh, as you may have taken a wild guess from the way I said that, that's just not really a thing people acquire for a lamp that no one even has anymore. So it's mineral oil. And given that mineral oil is non-toxic, easy to clean up, doesn't have a low smoke point, like, it's just really the right choice. Some people say to use glycerin in water. I think you'd be damaging your pump that way because the water will evaporate. Glycerin kind of sucks. Both of them will, like, degrade and decay over time. Just an unpleasant situation. Go with mineral oil. Cleaning them is surprisingly easy. You just get some degreasing soap of your choice and put it in a bucket. (laughs) Dot plugged in. I I can't stress enough. Uh, (laughs) what you should do is you should remove the electrical component and then do that. Oh, okay. Now you tell me. (laughs) You can also just wipe them down. I've never had any problem with the filaments to get my hand through to clean the, like, little middle elements. Again, please turn it off for that. You can just take off the fake foliage and soak that in a degreaser and then put it back together. And to refill your rain lamp... You just turn the lamp on, check the base for small holes in the collection pan, and add oil by pouring into these holes a small amount at a time until the raining effect resumes. Usually about one pint of oil. So just be patient, let it run, and keep checking until you're done. Yeah, I couldn't find anything that suggested these were more dangerous than any other standard lamp, uh, assuming it's wired correctly. Coming from Frankenstein 2 electric boogaloo themselves, please don't take that lightly. Learn to <laughs> learn to wire responsibly. Yeah, I kind of expected to run into this seeing that it was like candles in a Christmas tree level of like, uh-oh, everything's on fire, oh my god, everything's on fire. Uh, a lot of jokes about them being fire hazards, but I could not find anything suggesting that that was actually the case. Huh. So yeah, uh, if you've been sitting on a rain lamp, sell, sell, sell. If you've been looking for a reason to buy one that wouldn't make you feel like a weirdo who likes stuff from the 70s, they're on trend. Win-win for everyone, I think. Also, cringe culture is dead. Enjoy the things you enjoy without shame. Go forth, be free. Also that. Anyone who tells you the the lamp is lame is a lame person, and you should have cooler people in your life who don't believe that a lamp could be cringe. Now, are there reproductions given their sudden surge in popularity? I could not find a single reproduction. I found some artisanal craftsman ones, but they were pretty obvious that they had been made recently, what with being blacklight reactive and, like, strobing. Hell yeah. 
I'm going to have the dopest parties. It looks like no one's picked this up yet. I don't know if it's just waiting for the trend momentum or if people are really, really have so little faith in the staying power of them as a decoration element that they're not interested in making more. Well, it's going to make it hard for me to fill my room with them, but I'll try. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I want them back with more nude men this time, I think. I mean, you know, I feel like it's an untapped market. (laughs) That's probably the first time in my life I'm like, give me reproductions, but like cooler ones. Well, they wouldn't be reproductions. They would be fantasy pieces. Give me fantasy pieces. Absolutely. There we go. Sources for today include worthpoint.com, rain lamps, an enchanted piece of vintage decor, txantiquemall.com, vintage rain lamp value, hunker.com, how to add oil or fluid to a rain lamp, frink.machighway.com, hippie lights. It's actually a great resource for lava lamps too if you're interested. And trishabarrett.blogspot.com, how to clean vintage rain lamps. If you would like to suggest an episode topic or just say hello, you can email us directly at antiquesfreakspodcast at gmail.com. You can post in our Facebook group, Antiques Freaks Friends. You can tag us on Tumblr, antiquesfreaks.tumblr.com. Or hey, do the same thing on Instagram at instagram.com slash antiquesfreaks. If you liked to think about Rain, Enya, Adiamis, feel free to scroll on down to wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave us a five-star review. Thank you, Enya Rules, you might say. And if you need more Antiques Freaks in your week, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash antiquesfreaks, where every week we are reading and reviewing a chapter of the Victorian Penny Dreadful Varney the Vampire or the Feast of Blood. We are on chapter 115, so there's quite a lot for you to enjoy. Special shout out to our patrons for paying our hosting fees and filling our hearts with love. So much love. And thank you in particular for listening. That's right. You. Au revoir. Goodbye. <laughs>